Welcome to another exciting episode of the Decline and Fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject for our episode. It is about exercise. And it's about the fact that according to a recent survey, the CDC reports, that's the Center for Disease Control, a branch of the federal government, it reports that only 25% of Americans are even getting the bare minimum amount of recommended exercise. And of course, this leads to obesity and many other health problems. So it's a topic that affects a lot of people. Uh, directly and indirectly. And it's something we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to read an article from the Daily Mail, which is a newspaper from Great Britain, from England. And after I read segments of this article, we can discuss it and see what you think. The article was recently published in 2023. And it starts as follows, quote, just a quarter of Americans are getting the bare minimum amount of recommended exercise each week, a new CDC report finds, unquote. The article goes on to say, quote, nearly three quarters of Americans fail to get the bare minimum amount of exercise recommended by the government every week, according to an official report. The United States Department of Health and Human Services says that adults should get 150 minutes of moderate-intensity aerobic exercise each week, such as brisk walking or cycling or even gardening, and do muscle-strengthening activities at least two days per week. But up to 28% of people in the United States, only 28%, are meeting these thresholds. According to a national survey of more than 30,000 people, aged 18 and above across the United States. The study was published this Thursday by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, and it shows that only 47% of adults meet even one exercise recommendation. The study comes as the leading official has received widespread criticism for downplaying the effects of exercising and combating obesity. A 2020 National Health Interview Survey from 30,000 people from across the United States, was used by the CDC for this new study. Quote, researchers noted that the COVID pandemic may have influenced the findings as lockdowns did keep many people away from the gym and activities that kept them in shape. And for the survey, participants self-reported their weekly activity levels, including strength training, which included exercise like weights and resistance exercises. Moderate physical activity can count as any exercise if it causes the body's heart rate to increase. Researchers found that less than half of Americans met any one of the two guidelines. Quote, only around a quarter of Americans met both of the guidelines with CDC researchers noting that no region of the country did more than 28% of the people follow them. Researchers found that urban populations were more likely to meet the standards with 28% reporting. This is compared with only 16% of rural Americans. Quote, still both of these figures are extremely low, the CDC warned. Around 27% of Americans who live in large metro areas met both guidelines, and 22% of those met them in medium and small metro areas. 
this could be attributed to the compressed nature of many metro areas with gyms and other recreational activities more accessible. Urban Americans are also typically wealthier than their rural counterparts, another factor linked to more exercise. Quote, people who lived in Americans' western regions were also more likely to get exercise than their peers, with 28% meeting both thresholds. By comparison, only 24% who lived in the Northeast, 23% of Midwesterners, and 22% of Americans in the South met both guidelines. The sedentary lifestyle of many Americans, combined with poor diet habits, has primarily been responsible for the nation's weight crisis. The CDC warns that more than 70% of the American population is now overweight, including 40% of Americans that now suffer from obesity. Well, there you go. That's the article from the Daily Mail. And, I mean, what do we think about it? Interesting to note that the federal government now says that 70% of Americans are overweight. The federal government now says that only 25% of Americans are getting any significant amount of exercise, even meeting a bare minimum threshold. And the federal government also says that 40% of Americans are now suffering from severe obesity. So what do we make of all this? And what effect does that have? Well, it's likely that being overweight, obese, not working out, it's going to make you a little bit more unhealthy, I would think. And you combine that with poor diet, as we've discussed in other episodes. And you have a, a train wreck. You have a situation where the American population is becoming much more unhealthy, Their lives are going to be shorter, which we discussed in another podcast. They're also going to be more unhealthy. Uh, And on top of that, the medical expenses for treating obese, overweight, and out-of-shape people are going to go sky high. Now, those medical expenses are paid by these people, but they are also paid by the government, which provides a lot of health care. And it's also going to be paid by insurance companies, which means you and I are going to have to pay the cost of people that are increasingly overweight and out-of-shape and not getting sufficient exercise. You know, I've noticed, and maybe you have noticed, that this has been kind of matched over the last few decades with an increase in what I would call fake exercise programs. Have you noticed that a lot of people walk around in exercise clothing, jogging suits and yoga pants and all of these things, and when you ask them where they've been or what they're doing, they're like, well, I was at a hot yoga. And I'm like, well, hot yoga? What, what's that? And they're like, well, we sit in a sauna and we jack up the heat to 105 degrees, and then we do yoga. Okay, well, they are sweating. I get that, but is that really exercise? I mean, it is stretching. I I understand that, but it's just the appearance of exercise. It's not getting their heart rate up, although maybe the sweating does. I don't know, but is that really going to count as exercise? And then people will say, well, I'm doing meditation. Okay. But is that really exercise? And increasingly sports are, we're seeing dumbed down version of sports that don't involve much movement anymore. So for example, people used to play tennis, which required sufficient amounts of running and, and you had to be physically fit to play competitive tennis. And now that is gradually being replaced in many parts of the country. Maybe you've seen this by pickleball, which requires almost no movement whatsoever. It, so you know, if people aren't moving and if they're driving their cars everywhere and they're not walking, and if you look around your neighborhood and you see there's sidewalks, safe places for people to walk, but you don't see people walking, you see playgrounds in your neighborhood, but the playgrounds are largely empty. You see open fields where people could be playing sports, flying kites, doing anything that would involve movement, but the fields are empty. 
Well, where are people? Well, as we're going to discuss in future podcasts, teenagers are now spending nine to 11 hours every day on their cell phones. That doesn't even count their video games or their television watching or their movie watching or their computer screen time. So, and it's not just teenagers. It's a lot of other people. It's adults, it's children. People are spending a lot of time on social media. They're spending a lot of time on screens like cell phones, televisions, video games, and they are not spending as much time as they once did outdoors. Let me repeat that. People are not spending as much time outdoors. So when you see the federal government comes along, the CDC, and you see a survey like this, is it really a surprise to you, me, or anyone else? And when you see that the obesity numbers and overweight numbers of Americans is going sky high, is that a surprise? And when you see that people aren't living as long as we've discussed in a previous podcast, does that surprise you, me, or anyone else? So, I mean, the question... I'm asking today, and maybe it's something for all of us to think about, is are we becoming a sedentary nation, a nation that doesn't move, a nation that just sits, a nation that is out of shape, overweight, a nation that's not going to live as long and is not going to be as healthy, a nation that, according to the CDC, only 25% of Americans are getting the bare minimum of exercise, we're not talking about people running marathons here. We're not talking about people doing triathlons. We're talking about people not meeting the barest minimum amount of exercise. Only 25% of Americans are even getting the minimum. So what does that mean for the other 75%? Well, they're getting none. And how do they deal with their health? Well, they're going in and getting surgeries to take um, fat out of their bodies. And they're also taking pills like Ozempic and a couple others that have come on the market that were originally designed to fight diabetes, but are now are simply being used for weight loss. And what are these pills going to do? What's going to happen when people are on weight loss medications and they get pregnant? What's going to happen to the fetus? We don't know. These things have not been tested on fetuses. Are, what is it going to, are we going to have more birth defects? I don't know. Does anyone know? What does that do to life expectancy? Now, I understand people want to lose weight. I get that. The old-fashioned way is they would eat less and they'd exercise more. What's the new way? Well, they go for surgery and they pop pills like Ozempic and other medications. So my question to you is, is this not yet another sign of the decline and fall of America? I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond, wishing you a great day.